0: Hi, short bus debate club. It's a bus rolling I can get on board (laughs) Hello, I'm Darren Jolly (laughs) It's time to get this short bus started So let's roll and on with the show Hello and welcome to short bus debate club This is Brian Courtney I'm Darren. That guy is Darren Jolly. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it,
1: fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no, I'm not sorry. Well, I'm, I'm not saying sorry anymore because I'm not fucking sorry at all. Fuck it.
0: Okay, <laughs> so um, we are gonna do. This is supposed to be the lighter version of the week. I um, doubt it though. <laughs> since we're talking about prison movies, I'm not sure if that's gonna be the case. Um, but we're gonna make our best effort. But, you know, like I said in previous episodes, we're always pretty fucking lighthearted about stuff. Um, there are clearly some lenses on prisons that,
1: that you know, when we do the sci-fi stuff, it'll that, be kind of, you know... I mean, it's still, like, horrific, you know, the circumstances that people get put in. But, but you know, we laugh at horror, horrible things almost constantly, so...
0: Dude, if if you can't laugh, I think the only other fucking option is crying. <sighs> And then eventually yeah. it does lead to that, yeah. probably. I don't know. Um, Even the tragedy has to be a comedy. I mean, to be sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's why most comedians are fucking depressed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Len, yeah Lenny, What happened to Lenny Bruce? You know. Robin Williams. Yeah, indeed, dude. And and they Richard were. Richard Pryor. Yeah. Well, you know. I mean,
1: he didn't do it. Cocaine's a hell of a drip. Yeah. You know, Frank James. For, <laughs> James, bitch. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. We love you, Dave Chappelle. I really loved your version of um, Creep that you did with the Foo Fighters, which was just fucking hilarious, listening
0: to Dave Chappelle sing fucking,
1: I'm a freak. I'm a loser.
0: Oh, that Creep. Yeah, the Radiohead song, yeah. I thought you meant the uh, And So I Creep. Yeah, and I can't even remember. It's those chicks from the '90s, um, like the Dixie Chicks or something like that. Some other chicks from the '90s. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, because that, if you're saying it's those ones, that's sort of like an absolute. You got to it the same like chicks that sing
0: Waterfalls? Is it TLC? I think it's it TLC. Be, okay.
1: Waterfalls with that, like for for a song that is in a area of music that I don't love because it's so fucking poppy. That was that was
0: an alright song. R and B sometimes gets poppy, but that's because there's so many fucking stations that'll play that stuff. You know, Beyonce got her
1: her thirty second Grammy tonight. She broke the record. I just, it was it was it was applicable. So all right, I know know.
0: if if I actually believed in any of the fucking things that they do, you know, like Grammys especially, dude. I mean, it's it's there's no objective. All political.
1: we're we're thinking about doing one because we talk so much about film. We're thinking about doing one on the Academy Awards, but the problem with the Academy Awards is the same thing as the problem with the Golden Globes. At some point in time, you're just buying awards or you're giving them to people that they said you didn't give them to from before and before and before and you're trying to make up. or
0: Somebody died and you're trying to kiss ass or whatever. The fact that black people didn't get
1: awards for so long.
0: and, And got ripped off by a bunch of Producers or yeah. people taking credit for shit that wasn't theirs. So you, you
1: you try to make up for it by, I mean, like giving Denzel Washington one for Training Day. I mean, Malcolm X was one of the fucking greatest. He was so good as fucking Malcolm X. Denzel Washington had a lot of great fucking uh, roles.
0: Training Day was a good fucking movie, but I would movie. have rather have given it to Ethan Hawke than Denzel Washington. They gave it to him
1: for. I mean, it was clear. I mean, that, that was like one of those moments. Like, um, I think that when they gave it to Halle Berry for Monster Ball. She, she was awesome in that film, dude. And that was like a racy fucking movie. That was not a, you know, like a super fucking PC thing. No, it
0: was fucking depressive as shit, dude. That was about prisons. He,
1: wasn't he at a prison or something like that? He was a
0: prison guard.
1: Oh, well, Okay.
0: And he was kind of a racist. But they had both lost somebody. And so they started to console each other. Billy
1: Billy Bob Thornton, right? Yeah. yeah. And then they, then they fucked. That's right. Yeah.
0: So, that was the first prison movie we (laughs) we were going to talk about, apparently. That was a segue back in. And that was a fucking accident entirely. Um, Okay, so enough about the Grammys and Academy Awards and all of that shit. But, again, we're going to try to keep it light. So, I don't don't even really know where the fuck to start. I mean, because there are movies. Okay, so let's say Blow. There's a substantial portion of that movie where they're in prison and where he actually learns or figures out that he can make more money off of coke than he does smuggling weed, right?
1: I never saw Blow,
0: so... You never saw Blow? Dude, Bobcat Goldthwait is fucking awesome in that movie, and he's only got a small part.
1: I don't hear hear Bob... the, the word... the line, Bobcat Goldthwait was awesome in that movie... I don't think I've ever heard that sentence before ever in my life.
0: He's like, can I, can I have a bump? And he's like, sure. (laughs) He doesn't go, can I have a bump? And he takes it and he's like, I can't, I can't feel my face. I mean, I can feel my face, but I can't feel my face. And
1: he's not like that spastic person. He always was in those eighties movies.
0: Yeah, no, he's not. Interesting. Um, so there's a there's a part of it that like i said is in, in prison, prison yeah but
1: and he learned so what what, what happened but i wouldn't
0: learned? call it a prison movie
1: yeah okay so what
0: <clears throat> but i wouldn't call die hard a christmas movie
1: that's two apples and oranges for this for this for this context i think okay because like when we were talking about this coming up i mean there's movies that are clearly prison movies like Shawshank Redemption is clearly a prison movie. Absolutely. No Escape with Ray Liotta and uh, the Dylan brother, Kevin, is clearly a prison movie. Um, Fortress, did you ever see that one with Chris? Yeah, that's, cl- yeah. that's clear, but those take place for the vast part Bad of Boys the movie. Bad Boys
0: is definitely a prison movie. I that one American I Me is definitely that's a prison movie. That's on my
1: list movie. too. And that's good. Edward James Olmos or James Edward. How do you say
0: Escape name? from Alcatraz is definitely a prison oh, movie. Clint Eastwood. Okay so that's where i was trying to figure out the break because okay so i and i interrupted you no no but
1: the 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 turn i was going to take is because those are ones that follow that same pattern for the most part i mean if you're escaping from a prison then the prison is the centerpiece from where the i mean maybe that's what the question is right because like we watched sleepers right and sleepers is a movie that does not take place in prison but the experiences from within prison that the the, the the juveniles the kids experience is what drives everything that happens in that film
0: yeah and they flash back to the juvenile detention thing Again. quite a bit yeah um throughout the movie and that's a fact that movie and probably not the lightest of of discussions but um
1: i do it it captures
0: like one of the most important themes that you're going to get from any prison
1: movie like when a person is in a place where they have no power and where people that may have been formerly powerless find power over people that are powerless and the way that they exact that power over them in some pretty fucking obscene ways so just like shawshank in the beginning of shawshank well and throughout shawshank because in shawshank you're getting it from both prisoners and you're getting it from the guards and you're getting it from the warden you know all at the same time. I mean, Andy Dufresne's taking it in all orifices at the same time.
0: And I, I Orifying would imagine. Orifices? Sorry. Well, if I, I would say that orifice is Greek, and so you would just say orifices.
1: Okay. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that Greek was there so. If it's most Roman, pe- if
0: it's, most people say like Latin, cactus, rather. cacti, and that's incorrect. It's cactuses. And that's because I shit you not was a because, Greek. Yeah.
1: Word. Yeah. And so it's only when it's Latin that it, it does that thing. Yeah. Okay. Well we'll have to I'm gonna have to call Janae on that one, see if that's true. What? <laughs> this is one of those moments that it would be much better there's if the There's visual. two of
0: those. Um you just told me who was number one in both hands. So again, I sleepers. It, Great design. fucking movie. I've I've but watched it, it a to ton a, of times. It
1: has to be a prison movie.
0: Though. I would I would say so. So then these other
1: films. So like Blow is about cocaine. It's about him being a coke dealer, right?
0: Yeah. So he started off smuggling weed, uh-huh. and he got arrested in Chicago,
1: uh-huh.
0: and they threw him in federal prison and like I don't know. I want to say seventy six, something like that.
1: Just for weed. Nineteen
0: seventy six.
1: It was a lot of weed. What is a lot of
0: weed? Tons? Okay. Like six tons, tons I six think tons is, is what of weed it was. It a lot of weed. Um, but it might have been three. I, I can't remember the uh, number. Twelve
1: thousand pounds, six thousand pounds.
0: <laughs> it was a lot of fucking weed. Six of
1: one.
0: So of of the other. he gets thrown in jail. Colombian guy happens to be his cellmate, and he's like, What are you in for? And he said, Murder he goes, well, how do you only have, you know, two years for murder? And it turns out he finally says, you know, I smuggled all of this weed in my airplane, blah, blah, blah. So So he he takes him down to Colombia and introduces him to Pablo Escobar. Really? Pablo Escobar asks him how much he can move. And pretty soon he's got a fucking fleet of planes and he's moving coke all over. And he gives this stat like if you were using coke in the early 80s there was like a 79% chance that it was my coke
1: so if it's a Pablo Escobar is obviously a real person right yes um, was so this, was, was
0: the so this story is yeah. based
1: on a, a true a true based on a true story at the very least yeah he, his
0: name was, i think he was he was supposed to be paroled in sometime in the 2000s. his name was George Young George Young like the like Carl. psychiatrist, like Carl, yeah. Okay. yeah, J.U.N.G. Okay. Um. But he, I think he ended up dying in prison
1: oh, so because,
0: well, he got out, uh-huh. paroled, and then he was having trouble with his fucking ex-wife and the daughter. Um, because I, I guess you could consider parole prison too. But so he was having problems with the ex-wife. And he wanted to spend more time with the daughter, but she wouldn't let him because he wasn't paying child support, whatever. So he bumps into this old friend of his that used to smuggle drugs for him, and he's like, "Yeah, let's get something going again." And that dude had been pinched prior, and so he was setting him up. He was setting him up, and the DEA grabbed him, and fucking he got the violation of parole plus the fucking new charges and went back in.
1: I just if you're gonna fucking if you're gonna commit a crime you gotta accept the responsibility of your go well, rot in jail motherfucker you know right. and I understand like we were, like we were talking about in in the previous episode how uh, and of course we're gonna talk about a ton later on this week um the ways in which the the war on drugs and the way that they were constructing uh, consequences to where uh, the you basically be stuck in prison for the vast majority of your life which created the incentive to where I mean the rhetorical disposition, at least the way they're selling it at first, it was a lot because of the mafia, right? This was some way to get them to break up, like, the Amorta kind of concepts of
0: of those uh, Well, that's where they came up with the Rico predicates.
1: But the, when Coke came in, like, because they would not roll over on people that were inside the family for a long time. I mean, that was sort of like a... That's that, true. That, the, the, yeah. it, it, that's That's Immorta, right? How do you say it?
0: That sounds okay. right to okay. me. Okay. So, like, I'm not Italian, I yeah, don't know.
1: Yeah. Mm. Fuck (laughs) you. But uh, once that happened, then you know, and I get like, but if you're going to choose to involve yourself in that industry, and you know that if you got, you know, 300, if you got 300 pounds of coke, you know that you're going to spend the rest of your life in prison if you get caught with it, or if you even get caught in relation to it, you know, conspiracy to distribute, whatever the charges end up play out to being. um, And I'm. A lot different than I was as a kid. I'm not really a good criminal anymore, but I still think the rules are the rules, you
0: know. But we've talked about this before, Um, not only the legalization of drugs, but so if you want to take away the power of the people that are doing shit illegally, Uh then make the shit that they're doing legal. So there were, I mean, the mafia really started off in extortion and protection, right?
1: Yeah, like you'd have to pay them insurance. It's like insurance.
0: Yeah. yeah. They moved into prostitution and, and numbers running. And then eventually drugs happened. I mean, in the 50s and 60s, heroin was making a big fucking smack. No pun intended. All right. <laughs> um, so if you don't want them to do illegal shit.
1: Make it legal. Yeah, I, I, I got you. And of course, you and I are both in the same same place for this, but... I mean, and and we gotta stick to the the movie side of this thing. But of course, what you're suggesting there, when I mean, we were talking about private prisons, and there were like the reason why I brought up No Escape and and uh, Fortress so quick. These these movies are hacky movies. These are not like movies that Ray Liotta was not going to win an Academy Award, and neither was Christopher Lambert, right? But having said that, you you watch these films, and <laughs> No Escape, as Brian pointed out to me last night before I rewatched it uh was a movie that was made in 1994 um and it was uh supposed to be what 32 years in the future 30 28 years in the future so it was the year 2022 so it's actually already passed right but uh there were all these private prisons that they would put people into for various different reasons and then there was this prison that they would put them into that was like the last one where you 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 set them on this island and you sort of leave them, and it's only men, and you leave them to their own devices. So there's there's two groups. There's the outsiders and there's the insiders. The outsiders are like, uh, sort of like King of the Hill. You Lord know, of the Flies Lord, yeah, type shit. The, yeah, very Lord of the Flies. Yeah, except for grown fucking men who know how to kill each other and have fashioned weapons and shit like that. And then the insiders were this group of uh, individuals that uh, banded together consciously. They tried to build their own society in this way. They had elevators and like beds and fucking uh, shelter and uh it was sort of like you could see the critique was uh, the people who had no no way or no idea of rehabilitation and the insiders were sort of like demonstrating in a world where it was suggested that people couldn't be or these were the last people that couldn't be rehabilitated actively or act actually effectively rehabilitated themselves through the community that they built together and so much so that Ray Liotta's character, he was a, he's like a, like an Navy SEAL kind of person.
0: Yeah, he former had, military.
1: He had, he, on, a, on a helicopter, he had partaken in a, an action where 300 plus, 340 some odd plus people, women and children was the, what it was suggested, were killed by him and the group of people that he was involved in. And when he, when he realized the consequences of his actions, he went and killed the superior officer, like fucking right in front of God and everybody, which is why he ended up in, he ended up in the, first in this little shitty prison for which was I think even worse than the one that they ended up putting him in Absalom was what they called it, island right yeah and then he ends up on Absalom but uh, Ray Liotta's character is skeptical of any power structure at that point in time because he's seen them per, like power structures pervert like you say this is our ideal this is what we're aiming for but then you do all these horrible things in the name of what you're doing which perverts the concept of hierarchy t- for him he doesn't believe in any hierarchy when he gets into the on the island in the first place he's with the outsiders. Uh, but he, he's like, fuck you, motherfuckers. I'm not going to have anything to do with you. And then he gets to the insiders. And it, it, it's a little culty. I mean, when he first comes in there, they call the, the leader of the father, which is super fucking hokey. Yeah.
0: But, yeah. But, I mean, dude, it was – and they, they admitted, you know, the reason they were able to build that little society was because they were there before the others were, mm-hmm. the, the other outsiders. So it kind of begs the question, too, you know, if you're not strong enough to get out of the, the
1: outsiders... The power structure that would be impinging itself upon your whole existence.
0: Because, you know, the leader made a joke, stay here, you can eat all you want, you know, anybody you can catch and kill, eat. Um,
1: they meant that. they were They were cannibals, to be
0: sure. And so if you're not strong enough... To get out of that scenario, and you try to, you know, make yourself part of what they're doing, then They're just going to pick you up, like right from Jump Street, yeah. I mean, the only reason Ray Liotta was able to get out was because he had military training, training or yeah. at least that's what they made it seem like.
1: You know what the stupidest part of the movie was, though? I, I mean, I like the private uh, prison concept. Um, especially, you know, doing that in, in, 94 and, and it being so clearly, um, a part of our, like, obviously they hit the nail right on the head with that one. Um, but, uh, uh the father had taken notes about his activity over the course, the last 13, cause that's how long, uh, right. It was 13 years old. That's what the other, the, the black fellow, what's, I can't remember what his name is. Um, Ernie Hudson. Okay. Yeah. Ernie Hudson. He, he, so he says, I've been here since the beginning and we built this stuff together, you know, but, um, he gives him his book and he's the, the father is dying and he says blow the lid on this place so there's this assumption that there's a society where they're going to actually give a fuck and if there's one thing that after seeing um like the wikileaks uh stuff uh shown to the american population it's that for all intents and purposes as long as we're comfortable we really don't give a fuck about anybody else in the rest of the world
0: So no i mean look at what I- Happened in Attica in the seventies. Yeah, dude. and that was that was
1: a fucking massacre. I mean, they fucking were horrible. Yeah, it was not.
0: But not good. You know, maybe the thought was, well, fuck it, they're prisoners. They probably deserved it.
1: Yeah. We rational, yeah, socially. Turn to Sesame Street. The
0: royal we, the big we, rationalizes,
1: yeah, uh, the actions of uh, you know fascism, totalitarianism. You know what? The 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 ruthless uh, heavy hand of the state coming down on people as rational, or justifiable would be a better way to put it. Yeah. Because, yeah, we want to we want to um, rationalize it away, because we don't want to have to deal
0: with, you know. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking when he said that, too. Um, that, and that, like, Ray Liotta was just going to go to the press so that he could talk about the military thing that happened. Which he had. He because had, he said he needed someone to listen. Nobody had listened before. And he had tried. I, yeah. tried, I tried, I tried, I tried. Nobody listened.
1: So why is it suddenly going to be different the second time around? Yeah, uh-huh.
0: I mean, so what the fuck? You're going to escape and then turn yourself in to tell the truth, and then nobody's going to give a fuck.
1: It's, it's the it's the it's the Slavoj Žižek moment
0: where he says,
1: "I I'd sell my mother into slavery to see uh I'll be for vendetta too." You know, like you yeah. have the cathartic moment where they escape, just like you have the cathartic moment where you overthrow the government, but the the next day when you face like having to get the hard work done, having to build a new society, or having to get people to listen to you to where they will go and say, what you're doing to these people is wrong, and we're not going to let it happen anymore.
0: I just thought about something. What's that? It's not cactus. It's octopus. It's octopuses.
1: Oh, okay. Not so cactus Cactuses, cacti. Yeah. Well, it's. It, I, I'm glad that we got that straight. <laughs> then we won't have to go and fix it in the future in our making sure that whatever it is that we're trying to, like, wisdom we're trying to bestow on humanity is on the right path. You're doing a fine job,
0: Brian. Thanks. I you and your octo- octopi. Octopuses. Octopices. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, admittedly, it's a, it's a fucked up movie, but I really, I don't know why I've always kind of dug it. Maybe I just have some fucking fascination with subcultures and you mean like the way that they created these different groups, or what do you mean? Well, I mean, just the prison movies all together. I mean, so prison as a subculture, you mean? Yeah, maybe prisoners or people that are committing crimes or whatever. And, I don't know, maybe it's like a sociological study or some shit. I don't know. Well,
1: it makes sense. I mean, like, socially, we don't really look at... Like you said, like uh, in Attica, they just—they're all criminals, you know. Like people don't really want to think about, like, so take Sleepers for instance, right? That these these four friends uh, end up in a under—they uh, they steal a hot dog, uh, what? How do you call it? Hot dog cart, yeah. And uh, it goes down these stairs and runs into this guy. And so they just store property and they almost kill a guy in the process of fucking with this fucking hot dog cart. And they all end up in. Uh, juvenile uh, facility. One of them for six months to a year, and three of them for twelve months to eighteen months. Right? That's what. That and, sounds uh, right to me. Yeah. I can't remember the time. So, um, at in there, uh, horrible things happen to these kids. They get fucking. I mean, the best things that happen is they get abused, but they get raped. They get they force the, the guards force them to give them blowjobs. I mean, I wish they would have thought about it like Andy Dufresne is, you know, where if you put some anything you put in my mouth I'm going to bite off you know cuz at that point in time you might as well just fucking
0: why even give a motherfucker warning dude just, just chop it. it
1: yeah so but the what these kids go through and they're how are they 13 14 years old 15 maybe
0: I don't know if they ever said I mean they're they're playing stickball in like the streets school, and they're and really like middle school kids they're yeah, not even high school kids yeah I wouldn't think so
1: and they, they just what happens to them is brutal two of the kids when they get out um, they become, uh, they, they kill on behalf of the organized crime in the area. They just, you know, Hitman for Hire essentially is what they
0: suggest, right? Well, so, and and the media gave that gang this title, but they, there's, it's based on a story. There was a gang in New York called the Westies uh-huh. and it was the media that called them the Westies. Uh-huh. Not them; they didn't self-identify. I don't think they ever uh-huh. said, we're the Westies. Um, the media also called them Irish, which there were some Italian members, um, because they they were from Hell's Kitchen, uh-huh. so it wasn't just Irish people there. They were on the west side of Manhattan. But the gang was formed like 66, I think, by a dude named James Coonan. He's the one that told the
1: story, though, wasn't he the one? That they said at the end. Gonna... I thought it was that they Somebody, they said this person stuck by their story,
0: even though the New York... Oh, well, that was the dude that wrote the book. So there's actually a book called Sleepers, and I can't remember who wrote it. I keep telling the story. I'll figure that out. So the Westies were violent. I mean, and they ended up doing hits for not only themselves, because they were fighting against Mickey Spillane's crew, which was also Irish. Lorenzo Carcatera. Was the name of the author? Um, but they were also doing hits for the Genovese family. So the Genovese family—that's
1: obviously an Italian family. So yeah, it's one of the one of the, one of the five families.
0: Okay, okay. Um, so I think. I think the story is true. The state of New York says it's not. Nothing like that ever happened in a juvenile correction facility. Um, we have no records of that. None of this ever happened. But, like I said, the Westies or whatever the fuck they called themselves were a real gang. But so. And the, they really killed Mickey Spillane.
1: The thing that they said about oh, okay, um, but the thing that they said about how they burned the records after seven years. Even if something like that did happen, there'd be no way to find
0: anything out about it, presumably. Would, from back then. Right, I wouldn't. I But I mean, I don't know. There would have to be... There's always a fucking record that... Somewhere, yeah. Okay, okay. ...is around somewhere. A fucking receipt.
1: Well, maybe it wasn't a system... Maybe, maybe somebody could say it wasn't a systematic, but unfortunately, we can imagine situations where people that are in power like that would extract a pretty heavy toll on
0: well and completely defenseless kids. If you remember that that one guard came in and said, cut it out, Noakes. Yeah. You know, it's my shift.
1: Yeah.
0: And quit your shit. And he goes, No, no, I'll I'll do this. And he goes, No, you're eating into my shift. Go. Yeah. And if not for him, then who knows what would happen to those kids that day. It just happened the next day instead. But, um, I don't know. It was It's definitely a fucked up movie. Why did
1: I segue over to that, though? We're talking about that other one. There was something about that specific
0: uh, Sleepers movie. Well, we were talking about No Escape, and then yeah, I, mean, I, I said something the- about Fuck, I don't know why you segued back over to it. The fuck that fucking movie There are a lot of them that are fucked up. It's um, not
1: a good place.
0: So there are a bunch of them that I want to mention, but a lot of them end up tying to the war on drugs and or gangs. And so I don't know if I should talk about them more than once or if I should fucking put them in my pocket or no, what? no, just, I mean, we're
1: talking about prisons. If there's a prison movie, bring it up.
0: Well, okay, so... Uh, okay, so I said that Escape from Alcatraz is one of my favorite movies. Yeah,
1: why? Um, that's like, a, that's like Clint Eastwood not as a fucking cowboy.
0: Most of the movies I like Clint Eastwood in are not as a cowboy. that's
1: later. Like the early ones where he was acting. Yeah, movie. in
0: the 60s uh, when he was in the Spaghetti Westerns. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I know. I, but I mean... I don't know. It was just a great movie. And again, maybe it's like the Count of Monte Cristo type shit where you're you're getting one over on the man. Right.
1: So what was the what was I didn't I, That's a, That's on the list of ones that I like American Mean. That's like ones that I have to watch.
0: Well, so like, you read about the escape, right? Or you because I know you've been to San Francisco before. No?
1: I have been to San Francisco, but I did never get to go to Alcatraz. I don't. No, know. I haven't
0: either. And all the times I've been there, I never get to go because one time it was fucking closed for a week. And another time, a you got to be there from eight to five. And, and
1: you have to be there fucking like you have to set the fucking thing six months in advance because they fill up so
0: quick. No, so they did all of this badass shit. Like they made fucking fake heads out of paper mache.
1: Is it based on? Is that one based on a real story too, or not? Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, those know. guys really fucking bolted. Um.
1: Him and other guys,
0: right? Three. There were supposed to be four, but okay. one of them ended up chickening out. So three of them left. Um, they never found the bodies. Uh, so they say that they're presumed drowned. But whether or not that happened, I don't know. You know, nobody does. For all we know, they're down in fucking Bolivia hanging out with. Butch and Sundance's corpse.
1: And Sean Connery from yeah. The Rock.
0: The Are you considering that a prison movie?
1: Dude, that's, that. Is, but I mean, it has to be a prison movie by, de, by default because it's called The Rock. Right. But having said that, like, like there was one I was watching earlier today. Uh, it had uh, Vince Vaughn in it, 99 something or another. It's it's, But it's just an action adventure prison movie. I mean it's just a straight prison break dumb fucking movie. Dude, it, you don't you don't know what the movie is because it was so fucking bad that I puked in my mouth like 7 times watching the stupid fucking thing.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: it's dude it's it was awful. I mean I didn't finish. I couldn't finish watching it. I just watched little bits and pieces of it and was like, "Dude, this is dumb."
0: Okay. So, just but he, Escape from Alcatraz. Escape from Alcatraz is a Clint Eastwood movie. One of my I think I have seen that shit. Um, Clint Eastwood did another 29. movie with Kevin Costner in, I don't know, the late 90s. With
1: Kevin Costner?
0: It was called The Perfect World. And Laura Dern was in it. Um, yeah, Those are the three I remember. Clint Eastwood, Kevin Costner, and and Laura Dern. So Laura Dern and Clint Eastwood are in the process of trying to apprehend Kevin Costner because he escaped from prison. Um,
1: That's weird. I think it'd have to be either Clint Eastwood or Laura Dern. I just don't see Kevin Costner as the escape from prison type.
0: Well, the reason I kind of mentioned this is kind of because of sleepers, kind of because of the trauma thing that we talked about before um, and when we were earlier in the week. But So they never show Kevin Costner in prison but he breaks out and he ends up at this single mother's house and he grabs the kid and is and takes is the, the single kid. mother
1: lord Aaron? no no, no. she's
0: other. like a social worker for the state of texas and clint eastwood is a texas ranger okay um so he kidnaps the kid and then He kills the guy that broke out of prison with him because the guy was trying to fuck with the kid. So Kevin Costner blows him away. Well, at the end, the kid ends up killing Kevin Costner. Really? And Kevin Costner says, you know, you did the right thing, Buzz. That's what he called him because the kid said he wanted to be called Buzz. But you need to know, I would have never, ever hurt you. Never. Never. The entire time, Clint Eastwood is trying to save Kevin Costner because he feels guilty because they tell this whole story about him being raised by a whore and he starts breaking into cars and stealing cars and everything else. Well, Clint Eastwood was the guy that fucking originally arrested him way back when, got him thrown into youth reform. And got him conditioned to do this shit. So when he gets out of the youth authority, he goes and commits more crimes, and they throw him back in. So Clint Eastwood's feeling guilty, and he's trying to save him the whole time. And then he ends up.
1: And that's not. I mean, now you're making me remember kind of what I was saying. Those two guys became what they became. The two, the two friends of the four guys in.
0: Yeah, in the, the Westies. Yeah. Yeah,
1: they 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 became what they became because of what. And 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 I don't want to get in any bullshit fucking discussions about whether or not what they're doing or what their lives turn into is right or wrong. If you want to have that conversation with me, then we have to start talking about concepts like trying to repair people that are totally fucking broken by a fucking system that does not give a fuck about them. That sat there because we don't want to spend the money to rehabilitate people. We don't want to use the emotional labor that it takes to do that. We don't want to use our creativity because we're too busy fucking giving money to fucking Pfizer to make fake fucking uh, COVID fucking uh, vaccines vaccines that are essentially uh, not doing or, or doing very little for us if they're really doing anything. So go ahead. You can put that on. Say that this guy's saying propaganda now. Fucking motherfuckers. But these kids, I mean, seriously, you just watch watch the movie. Think about whether or not it could be possible. And you, you have to know that things like this happen. And when a, when a person, like whether it's Kevin Costner as a kid because of what Clint Eastwood did to him, or these two kids because of what uh, Kevin Bacon and his fucking round of fucking evil-ass motherfucking uh, guards. juvenile guards do, um, you have to at least understand that had that not happened to them, their future would have been different to be sure. They would not have automatically been exacting revenge, going through the fantasy revenge thing for their entire life until they do the stupidest thing in the world, walk up to a guy in the middle of a fucking dinner and kill him like in a fucking restaurant where God and
0: everybody can see him. Well, to be clear, they were already killers prior to killing Kevin Bacon.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, but they were, they were killers that were smart killers walking up to somebody in the middle of dinner like they said he he had had four four uh murder uh raps that they assumed that he was he had done but they didn't have the ability to prove it that's because he didn't walk up to those people in the middle of dinner and open fucking shoot him in the leg shoot him in the dick that's the first thing they did shoot him in the fucking dick shoot him in the fucking leg shoot him in the arm shoot him in the other arm sit there and let him hurt and then fucking execute him which was fucking
0: brilliant. If you guys haven't seen that movie, you need to watch it. It's important, but
1: don't don't you know do it when you're
0: uh, don't don't do it if you're already feeling shitty, you know, because
1: it's not uh, it's pretty traumatic. And trauma, when it comes to the way that prisons are being expressed in all of these films, is pretty fucking real.
0: Well, and we could go down a different path.
1: Well, let's 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 go down a different
0: path. So, my cousin Vinny. That's a prison movie. That's not a prison movie, dude. Ralph Macchio and that fucking kid are in prison the entire time, dude. And that's my favorite part of the entire fucking thing is when they first get thrown into prison and he's like, Do you know what happens in these places? And he goes, Yeah, I know what happens in these places. And he goes, Well, what if some big guy comes up to us and he wants us to do something so that we'll, you know, and he goes, It's just, Stan, it's just us in the cell. And he goes, Well, what about those cots? And then like the next scene, Joe Pesci walks he fills in. He shows up. Yeah, that scene. I knew you were going for that scene. That scene is fucking hilarious. He's like, you Hey, be, you're be, gonna get fucked seen. one way or another. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that kid is fucking but dude, that's I mean, but it's that's that's a movie about like uh
0: like Lawyers, pokey lawyer so thing. it's a lawyer yeah. movie, not a prison.
1: Movie. Well, the, the the thing that I, I mean maybe you, you could say because he what does he do he he pisses off the judge and he holds him in contempt and then right. Kishi gets to go sleep. Meanwhile, uh, Marissa Marissa Tomei is like, I'm not going to help you with anything anymore. Fuck you.
0: Right. Well, I just figured I'd try to you know lighten it up a, little, a little, bit, little bit. Yeah. Um, the other one that Marissa could Tomei, be she got a she got an Oscar. For yeah, that
1: one. yeah. She, another weird one to give a bit. she did great don't get me wrong but it seems like an odd role for a
0: oh yeah after. you blend picture this you're a little doe-eyed deer a doe-eyed deer and you put your <laughs> lips down to the cool water you're and cute, bam you cute right in the fucking idea. head now I ask you: do you care what the motherfucker that just shot you was wearing yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying she did She did great in the role. And, dude, I love Marissa Tomei. And
1: George fucked up. He should have just kept his mouth shut. And he should have got a little bit of Marissa Tomei, you know.
0: Because she liked fat, quirky guys. She
1: did. And that would have been the, the best little something, something George Costanza ever got. That's for sure.
0: Okay. um, We digress. What about Idiocracy? Is he, is that, so, when is he in a prison in that one? Almost the entire fucking movie. Really? Wow.
1: I just remember the Gatorade.
0: So he got thrown in jail right away when he went to the future because he didn't have the mark, right? Because they were...
1: I watched it twice.
0: He got in trouble for not having his tattoo, and he owed the hospital a billion (laughs) dollars. Which was just
1: chump change. So
0: they threw him in prison. But the reason that it's funny in prison is because when he was escaping from prison, he's like, no, no. I was in here. Just ask that guy. And that guy over there sat on my head. And he goes, oh, well, it doesn't show you're supposed to be released. So you're going to have to stay in prison. And he goes, well, go back and look at some more files. And then he's running, and they hit a button that said escape, and the fucking machine gun turrets turn on each other and blow each other off the wall. <laughs> and he finally escapes, but then he ends up back in there later because he was supposed to help crops just spent, grow.
1: He just spent he's just time in jail here and there. I mean,
0: if I'm um, going to take that,
1: the Demoli- Dem- Demolition Man probably would be a movie about prison.
0: <clears throat> Maybe. The Running Man definitely is.
1: Yeah, because that's, yeah, the only way you can get out is to go get killed on public TV, so.
0: Kinda. Did you watch the same movie I did? Or are you talking about the book? Well, he's in prison,
1: and the the, the chick that he's holding hostage ends up going to prison too, And then they make him do the running man thing.
0: Well, he tried to escape prison, because at first he was with the collars collars. that would blow your fucking head off, right? Because you were... Paired up with somebody. Oh, and they
1: had to, the guy takes it off and
0: then it explodes. That's right, I forgot. And that was, guy on the TV show said, oh my God, who's that? And he's like, he can't have him, he's a federal prisoner. And he ended up complaining and getting him. Because he wasn't going to kill those people from the helicopter. That's how he ended up. That's
1: right, I forgot. Right.
0: It.
1: And then that old guy helps him. And then the two guys that were escaping with him end up in the running man thing with him. Yes. The black guy and the skinny white guy. Yeah, yeah. And everybody dies except for him and his uh, his girlfriend, who only ended up with him Maria because... Maria Conchita Alonso. Is, is that what her name is in her life?
0: <laughs> because uh, he kidnaps her and tries to... When he was hiding, when he was uh, escaped, yeah, he had gone to the wrong apartment.
1: That, that's like science fiction, like... Uh, um, well, I mean, I guess not, because it's like... You're not using prisoners in this world as uh, violence for entertainment, but violence for entertainment has definitely become a huge part of, like... But even now, maybe not, because, like, in football, you're not allowed to spear anybody anymore. You're not allowed to hit anybody hard. You're not allowed to fucking hit Tom Brady below the, at the knee.
0: You know, you just made me think of another one. What's the fucking... Uh... The Longest Yard? No, no, that's a football one. I was thinking of... um. But that was a prison movie. It was, yes, both of them. Uh-huh. The one in the, the 70s yes, the with Burt oh, Reynolds yeah, and right. the one with dipshit. And I'm sorry, Adam Sandler, I didn't mean to call you dipshit. Um <laughs> he just couldn't think of what dipshit he was trying to refer to at
1: that point in time. <laughs> that sort of was a hollow apology. No,
0: and this one was a remake too, but they were oh Death Race. Death where race. they like made Death race
1: 2025 or something. They made like that, right?
0: prisoners. Soup up cars and then race, but it was like seriously a race to the death, and they fucking it was like a demolition derby plus people shooting at them and everything else. So they, they
1: were using, they, I mean prisoners prisoners.
0: Yeah. is yeah, sort of like
1: gladiator, and it was a TV show. I did to do a, I didn't do a TV show. Which I didn't watch any of the movies or the TV show, to be perfectly honest with no,
0: you. No, no, it was a TV show in the movie.
1: Was it a TV? Oh, there were that Because they, they were televising it, it They yeah. were broadcasting it, okay. Yeah, uh, I don't, I didn't
0: ever so, see those. Okay, you said you wanted to talk science fiction. Do your science fiction thing. I know we mentioned The Running Man, which was sci-fi as far as I'm concerned, but um, the only other one, that, so
1: I because I brought up I brought up uh, of course No Escape, but um, my other favorite one is is Fortress. Fortress because again you're dealing with private prisons. Oh, I
0: thought you were going to talk about that weird one, The Platform. Uh,
1: that that one's just like an allegory for fucking like uh, critiquing capitalism and all that kind of stuff, which I think that it has a value to it, but I think it's just not really getting you anywhere. You know, I think that there are better better films that elucidate you know.
0: Well, it could also be. Class. That thing that we were talking about, where you know, if you're the king of the jungle, then you're on top. They never showed that in that movie. Did you see? But
1: you, you saw it though. Yeah,
0: because yeah, it's the one on Netflix, but right? You, where it, they lower fucking food from the top down. Yeah, and, when and whoever's at the, the bottom, bottom, they don't yeah, know shit. So
1: people like jump and kill themselves, or they end up eating each other, cutting somebody's pinky off and eating them, or right. something Like that. But uh you got a thing with pinkies, dude. It, it, it's 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 you know what? It, it goes back to Harlem Nights. You should off my should... pinky toe. <laughs> it really does. Go back to Harlem Nights, which is a stupid movie too, but uh, kind of, kind of, a, really a long movie too.
0: I really wish you would redefine stupid, stupid because Harlem Nights is not a stupid
1: movie, dude. It's you got a bunch of, it's like the 1920s with black people playing gangsters. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. It just doesn't. It,
0: it, it I, So you don't you don't think that up until what the 1960s no, that there were black I gangsters? Don't think,
1: I don't think that there was a lot of lot of gangstering that looked like uh, Tommy guns and uh, wearing the slick outfits and having the. Hmm the cars, and I'm sure that there were plenty of places where they were running dice games and shit like that, Well, so I don't think that the way that it was being expressed in that movie was... I think that was Eddie Murphy and whoever it was that was the producer having fun with an idea that just was...
0: I think they were having fun, but I think they were also kind of telling the truth, because it was probably...
1: part the part where they said, throw that pussy up in the air, and it says Sunshine, or it's just like Sunshine.
0: Bumpy Johnson, who... I mean, he was a real fucking guy, and he ran numbers in Harlem for a long time. I'm
1: sure there were a lot
0: of people that ran numbers in Harlem. But he had a Tommy gun. He wasn't very funny, though, I don't think. Were they, were they think. driving
1: cars like that, though? Yeah.
0: I mean, because that was the cars of the time.
1: All right. Well, let's let's go back to prison movies, okay? Okay. So the platform was just it Harlem just,
0: Nights is a great movie.
1: It was not a great movie. It was kind of funny. The sunshine
0: line always makes me laugh, dude. The fucking fight scene when the pinky toe thing happened that is makes, fucking well, obviously hysterical, dude. That makes dude. me laugh,
1: dude, because it was is the fat lady, right? That he, he that says, that, "You shut up my pinky toe." Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. So, plat, platform was okay, but uh, I really do like you have to be able to grab onto like concepts that aren't just like metaphors. Fine for what it is. But,, uh, at some point, and the other thing about platform, it was like a prison, but you had to admit yourself to it, didn't you? You had to go through like uh, you put it in in a, in a uh,
0: um, like a I don't remember that part. I've only seen it once. You, you, I didn't think it was great. You have to like put in an application to get into that. so
1: I, it's like a, the weirdest concept of prison I've ever seen. i don't I don't know.
0: I saw one like that. It was called Spiderhead. Where you had to apply for prison, but then they just did tests on you while you were in there. Why would you? So did because they gave you money or something like that, or no? Because it was a private prison facility, and they just tested on people. So
1: you're already a prisoner, and you apply for a a different one. It
0: was owned by a pharmaceutical company, and they were trying to figure out certain behavioral things. So, but
1: were they prisoners that were applying to get into that prison, or were they?
0: No, Citizens. no, they were prisoners.
1: Okay. And they, they, and they But what would be the benefit of getting experimented
0: on? I don't think they knew they were going to get experimented on until once they were there. Why, they, why would they apply? It was out on some fucking fancy island in Washington. Maybe the scenery was good. Maybe they they did have more freedom. Like, they could walk around and they had their own kitchens. And it was... Uh, both men and when women were there, so what, they could the, fight each other. 2018? So it's newer. Yeah. So you
1: said Island. Was I, The Island, was that a prison movie?
0: Yes, with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah,
1: uh, and Ewan McGregor. That's, that, that's like a weird backwards-ass prison movie, though, where you're being bred for your body parts to make somebody else healthy. And you can't leave. You can't get out of there. But you, you think that you can't leave because it's supposed to be uh, like uh, nuclear outside. Right. Except for on this one safe place called the island. Everybody's stupid, you know? Just trapped
0: there like rats until
1: those two get out. And that's because they fucked up on the breeding. And uh, Ewan McGregor's uh, class... Started questioning the reality. Yeah, of they
0: kept getting smarter and smarter with each generation. I think yeah. I don't know because I've only seen that a couple of times, and that's been a while. And Scarlett they... Johansson in that fucking suit—that's worth another watch. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> I, I
1: did. I watch that movie every now and again just because I like I like the concept of it at the very least. And a lot of things don't make sense, but the the guy who plays the um, that chases after him, the one that was in Amistad and. Uh, uh, blood diamond. That's got the mark on his. Oh hand. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the way that he turns in their favor at the end, I didn't think that any of that made any sense. It was kind of goofy, but the still the concepts of breeding people and keeping them inside
0: a. Well, that's that's part of the problem with Hollywood, I think, and maybe they need to expand their idea of what is good and right and relatable.
1: know how to say his name how do you
0: say his name demon Uh, hansu we'll go with that um because there's a a thing where the bad guy can never win in hollywood and there's also a thing where at the end people have to somehow fucking get along like two people have to give a high five or shake hands or fucking give each other a hug or some bullshit it sucks
1: there's some tragedies in, in some of those movies the other one though that i wanted to bring up though was let me just do the fortress for a minute that's and then, fine okay. do your thing fuck you motherfucker so the, the reason why i like the fortress though was because well one the one thing that it makes sense to be so that you're not allowed to have kids in the fortress, because that's how they ended up in prison in the first place. They're trying to escape to Canada. They see that she's got military garb on, uh, so they, they put them in this prison. Uh, it's a prison that's privately owned, so this is was like made in 92 or something like that, and the concept of private prisons is this is the future. It's owned by this uh, company called the Mentel Corporation, and when you go in there, um, and these are two very important concepts that I think that when you're thinking about the progress of when you're thinking about the advancement, I hate the word progress there, so I'm not going to use the word progress, the advancement of certain types of weapons that you use against the prison population that are, um, in one moment, they're uh, they're non-lethal, but in another moment, they're absolutely lethal. So they give them these things they call intestinators when they put them in the prison. The prison is owned by this company called the Mentel Corporation. Uh, the Mentel Corporation does experiments on all kinds of things uh, with regards to, to humans. Um, one of them is is uh, making humans into like cyborg types of things where you you add certain enhancements to them with uh, with mechanical goods. But um, one thing that they put inside of all of the prisoners when they come in is these things called intestinators. And the intestinators go into your stomach, they're not gonna come out, you're not gonna shit them out and they can produce pain at varying levels and they can kill you they can make them there's there's a detonation device inside of it they can kill you um another thing that they bring up inside of it is uh, um that they can see your thoughts right and um while we are nowhere uh in a space to where a person can know exactly what it is is we're thinking i think that um we take for granted the way in which uh psyops have been used against prisoners ways that uh and like we talked about with regards to some of the testing that they've done in uh, in, in, in Palestine. Uh, like one thing that's just a very simple thing, not a technical thing at all. Uh, you would have uh, the military running back behind houses and they would take uh, uh, glow sticks and they would throw them because you you're, you you don't have a way to heat your house. You don't have a way to, to cool it off either. So you'd have to keep your windows open to get fresh anything at any point in time. But they would throw... Uh, what did I just say? Uh, the glow sticks. glow sticks into their windows, and this is a way of letting. This may seem to be totally innocuous or uh, not a big deal to a person uh, that had never lived through it, but it was a way that the uh, the police and military uh, that would act against Palestinians would let them know that they had access to them whenever they want, at any point that they want, and that is that is a psychological concept that I think that. We really take for example, take for granted when we think about the way that prisons have functioned, could function and probably will function in the future. Like the psyops concept, like I said, the way that they use it in Fortress where they're literally reading their mind. So like if you're having a sex dream, uh, they don't want you to be enjoying your dreams too much. So they would set your intestinator off and hurt you and say, and it'd be sort of like this Pavlovian thing where uh, your mind won't, won't stray into these spaces where you're having pleasure because the pleasure turns into pain. So that's they. The, it's it, as goofy as that fucking movie was, and it was totally fucking goofy. So goofy that they made a second one for whatever fucking reason. But they definitely touched on. They touched on private prisons. They touched on uh, lethal um, weapons. They touched on non-lethal weapons, and they talked touched on psyops in a way that uh, I don't. I think a lot of uh, those films didn't quite
0: capture as well. Well, back then. Christopher Lambert was pretty big, dude. Like, he had just done the Highlander shit.
1: But he, that was, I
0: love Highlander, but that was horrible acting, too. I mean, Christopher Lambert He's was not, not a good, good actor, dude, yeah. Not good. Hmm. Um, cause he was in a fucking gangster movie, too, that was supposed to be. Oh, fuck. I can't remember what the name of it is. It's not The King of New York, cause that's Christopher Walken and Lawrence Fishburne. Um,
1: Mortal Kombat, Beowulf, it's not over. Yeah, we're gonna have to go back.
0: It, it was a nineties one. I swear it has the New York in the title. It's either eighties or nineties, and it would be late eighties, obviously.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, he he you're right though. He was uh he was all over the place.
1: Um
0: yeah, Fortress was one of those I think I only watched it once. But I know I've seen it. It's hard for me to turn a movie off. So I've watched a lot of truly, truly shitty movies. Um, but so. All right, we kind of touched on how trauma can happen when you're off. At a, a younger age, and you get sent to one of these places, and how that might institutionalize you. Um, we're coming up on an hour right now. Uh, we're at 56 minutes. So I don't want to start talking about something where we have to delve too deep mm-hmm. because then that'll fuck up the next part, part two. Part two. Um, Hot shots so you want to just close it out and kind of talk about some of the movies we're going to talk about in the next part
1: yeah so what so tra- like in terms of trauma what a
0: well no i was just gonna say i mean we kind of touched on the youth trauma thing and how youth might fuck you up more even though we didn't talk about bad boys but i talked about that a lot on part whatever of the last one (laughs) um but you know i want to talk about south central i want to talk about american American history History x um i want to talk about american me um there's really a lot of them but I, i i the
1: green mile is a really cool movie but i'm not sure how it enters into this discussion at all
0: well, the Green Mile might be the only one I've ever seen where there's actually a fucking nice guard. I mean, because you know Tom Hanks kind of—they're all—they're all pretty decent, other than the Percy. Percy's an
1: idiot, you know. Yeah, and he gets his after he kills uh, Buffalo Bill, and uh, he loses his mind.
0: Yeah, we didn't even fucking talk about like The Silence of the Lambs. Oh, that's fun. I mean that's a that's a great psychological one, man. That is well, and I don't know again if technically because that's a mental facility, not a prison, which I I need to clarify that anyway. So when I talked about them launching cancer cells into New York Jews, it wasn't in prison; it was in a lockdown mental facility. So, okay. well, do you know which one it was by any chance? No. Okay, we'll have to figure that out. Why? Do you know somebody that was? I'm just curious what the name of the one they. They, I'm pretty sure they just said New York, but, um, and if I had to guess, I would say somewhere in the five boroughs. But
1: uh, Twelve
0: Monkeys is wonderful,
1: but that's not really about prison. I mean, they call it a prison movie, and some of the stuff that I looked at, but that's he's trying to get a pardon by going into these different spaces in the future or the past i mean rather well isn't it both no it's just because he's in the future they're trying to figure out who the 12 monkeys are what the 12 monkeys are what it was that actually caused the
0: yeah i know he never actually said or they never actually showed it but i thought i thought he said yeah maybe it was just from jumping around because there was a lot of time jump in that he always is going to the past you know, like he goes back, he ends up in World War One, Right, I understand uh, that, but... He, I don't, he never goes beyond... No, yeah. he never goes beyond where he started. Yeah. Uh, but I thought that he went, and maybe that's just my frame of reference, but I thought he would go from like, if he jumped way back, say, to 1980... Then he might end up back in 1985, and then he figured out that he fucked up and missed something, so he goes back to 1983, and then he figures out that it was missed again, so he went to 1991. He doesn't have the ability,
1: like it's—he doesn't have like a time machine. On no,
0: him. I know he doesn't. But I'm just talking about the way that they—they're moving him. Yeah. And maybe I'm wrong.
1: It's like what I, I what I would remember, I think, was that he would come back and then he would debrief them and then they would send them to these other spots. And then they got frustrated and they're like, you're not going to get your pardon. And then he's like, wait a minute, but this and that. And then, and of course, what's her, what's her name? Not Mary, Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. Yeah, isn't, that's yeah. the one. That's the weirdest case of what what do they call that when your hostage falls in love with you.
0: Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, Stockholm Syndrome. That's it. Good
1: good pull. <laughs> nice. But uh, that, I mean, it, I don't know whether or not that's even a prison movie. I mean, they, they called it a prison movie on some of the lists that I was looking at, but I don't even know if i call it a prison movie.
0: Well, again, I'm not sure. I mean, because so. All right. We're at like a minute. Fifteen seconds over the hour. Okay. So, do you want to cut this off and go to part two? Yeah, let's go. To, let's go to part two. So, for part two, we're gonna we're gonna look at trauma deeper.
1: We're gonna look at some of the stuff that was going on in 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 L.A. It's in, in California writ large, uh, specifically since the '60s, probably. Yeah, yeah, with with both the the the, the lit, Latino gangs, and then of course we're gonna talk about skinheads a little bit. That's gonna tie into the fucking.
0: A trauma shit, and uh, anything else? No, we'll talk about more movies in the next one, at, at least. So we're going to say 720334 roll here? Oh yeah, I do have one other thing I want to say. Uh-huh. So, again, I mentioned exclusive content on the last episodes, um, but it's not being forwarded to any of the other places, platforms, yeah,
1: and we don't want it to be
0: like. that. And I don't want people to miss it. You know, the six of you need to get the exclusive content if you want it. So, yes. it's still going to be on Spotify and Amazon and. We'll, we'll just have Google episode and duck duck A, episode B, or however
1: you put it. Yeah, three three hundred and three hundred two, or four hundred and four
0: hundred two. Oh, like it. class. Like, I get it. <laughs> right.
1: Sorry, I shouldn't have spelled that up.
0: <laughs> um, and then, uh, so if subscribing isn't going to do you any good, but if you do want to throw some money our way, you can do donations
1: through that one yeah. time,
0: monthly, whatever the case is. Yeah, that's all at your uh, discretion, though, for now. Yeah. So, uh, shortbusdebateclub at yahoo.com uh, and, and the number he already gave. Yeah. All right. We'll see you in uh, after break. Yeah.